poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Tactical Tuesday on Chasing Poker Greatness with your hosts, Brad Wilson and John Chai. Welcome, my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, minus last week, these are your hosts of Tactical Tuesday, Coach Brad Wilson and John Chai. John, how you doing, sir? Welcome back. Doing good. We're back. Yeah, you lied. You lied two weeks ago. You said, <laughs> see you next week, and then, then there was nothing. What happened? I needed some extra time to, to get these live hands together. All right. Well, I, I know that... It's hard finding hands, I guess, when you play like seven hands an hour or so. Yeah, it, is, it is much harder. <laughs> we got three of them for you today, though. Um, the first two, the first two that happened before the break are going to be very similar. It's going to be a bluff catching spot that, that I don't know, both hands are, are going to look very, very similar. One's in a three bet pot, one's in a four bet pot. Um, and then the hand after the break is going to be a question about a bomb pot. So some okay definitely some live specific stuff going on today are those the themes it seemed like there's there's a myriad of themes yeah bluff catching theme one bomb pot did i punch my stack off in this bomb pot (laughs) (laughs) nice i like it very specific very specific so i'll uh we can we can start breaking down the action here for the the first hand go ahead you can so we're playing five ten we're playing 510. We're about $2,000 effective or 200 bigs effective. Um, the main villain in this hand is going to be the big blind who uh, before this hand I thought was a rag. <laughs> um, he, I, I've been playing with him a bunch actually over the last couple days. The day before this was the first time I'd played um, a, a really long session with him. He, I think he'd won like over 10K in a you know capped 510 game. So I didn't see anything like that raised my eyebrows when it came to like sizing or actions or anything yesterday, but it is easier to kind of go under the radar like that when you're running really well, um, which I assume he was when you're winning, you know, 10 buy-ins in a cap game. So I thought he was a reg, um, but I think this hand might reveal otherwise. Okay. So the action is they folded to you. Um, what are you playing? Two, four, six, eight-handed. Looks like you're mm-hmm. in low, low jack then mm-hmm. with the ace, nine of clubs. You make it 30 doll hairs. Cutoff calls, button calls, small blind folds, and the reg in the big blind. Uh, there's quotations around the, that red <laughs> reg profile, I guess. Uh, they three bet to 160, which is already kind of a questionable size, eh? Yeah, it's a little on the small size, but still, like, this is kind of what I mean about, like, look, I, I can't, like, I can't look at this and be like, yo, this guy is clearly just, you know, not a rag or whatever. Like, that, that's what I mean about, like, you can sort of fly under the radar when when it's it's really close. And, like, yeah, this is definitely on the small size. I'm guessing that's what you mean by this size is a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not so small that I'm like, oh, this guy just has no idea what's going on or, or 
or <laughs> close to that. <laughs> it's in the legitimate zone. So yeah, far. yeah. We haven't reached the illegitimate zone of like <laughs> a hundred and hundred and ten or something. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. Oh, look at you. So they squeeze from the big blind to one sixty. You decide to four bet to four hundred with the ace nine of clubs. Any thought? I, I guess what led you to the decision to four bet here? Um, I think in a, just a completely standard heads up situation where I open everyone fold to the big blind and they three bet. I think you know having uh hold four bluffs in position be some suited ace x um is is my pre flop strategy. I think in this situation where I open get two flatters behind me, probably two players on the weaker side. I don't, I can't exactly remember who they were. Um, I think the squeeze percentage from the from the big blind is just going to go up. It's going to be a spot where he probably sees you know sixty five dollars in in dead money from the the cut off the button and the small blind. Um, kind of a, a spot where I sort of treat it similarly, where I just sort of think to myself, oh, I just need to get through the the pre flop opener and and I'm probably in the clear. Um, so I expected him to probably be expanding his three bet range um, slightly here, and decided to pure four bet a hand that I'd, I'd four bet at some frequency, anyways. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thought that only have to get through the PFR and then you're golden because I'm not even sure that your four bet will get through the cutoff and the button. <laughs> <laughs> a little ambitious. Uh, this wasn't um, one of those games game. where it's like where it's like okay, like you know. <laughs> this guy's gonna call thirty and then call four. I would have I would have been floored if one of these guys just put the four hundred in. All right. With that said, you you make it four hundred. Uh, not to say fold. that those games don't exist, but this this just wasn't one of them. Wasn't. Yeah. I I think it's the the players are specific um, who do such things. I'm guessing the big blind calls. So now we got ah pot of eight. 65, 65 and you've got 1600 left so spr is around two flop is queen jack nine all diamonds which means that john flopped bottom pair hooray you did it yeah it's a lot of red cards i didn't want red cards i wanted clubs yeah <laughs> <laughs> specifically clubs um so villain checks, and we're at decision point number one. Four bet pod, SBR's round two. Queen high, three to a straight, three to a flush. Sticky situation. Seems like one of the very few situations where I am not going to be range betting in a four bet pot as a preflop raiser. Um, generally, my, my four bet strategy on the flop is going to be to quarter pot the flop. This situation where I. Again, I thought the reg and the big one was probably aware and thinking about this stuff where I have not very many flushes, maybe just like ace king suited, ace like my ace eight suited, ace seven suited, ace six suited that that four bet. Um Yeah. On the other on the other hand, villain probably has like a bajillion flushes here. They certainly have more suited hands than I do. Um, given that they have, you know, I don't know what they do with a hand like ace king suited. I assume they just rip it pre, but like they probably have hands like ace 10 suited, king 10 suited. Yeah, Maybe they don't have very many flushes now that I think about it. They could have hands like six. I guess they, the, the flushes that they do have that I that I definitely don't have, 
um, our hands like six, seven of diamonds, seven, eight of diamonds, maybe even like down to like five, four. I think those hands might make sense to squeeze and then um, peel, peel a four bet. Yeah, I think like one sort of question that you could ask yourself here when generally you're range betting here in a four up pot would be, do I have hands in my value range that probably don't want to bet this flop? Um, black aces, black kings, um, even like ace queen with no diamond type hands. I think a lot of those hands probably don't want to see bet the flop, mm -hmm. which means that you know you're going to be more selectively choosing the hands that you do bet. Um, hands such as like ace king with the ace of diamonds, ace king with the king of diamonds. Uh, maybe some sets, maybe some hands like kings with the king of diamonds, I, I think is a good one. Aces with the ace of diamonds is a pretty good one to bet. Um, as well as, you know, maybe some like, I'm not sure where the like super low equity hands would be coming from, but maybe like ace five suited, just black or something along those lines. Maybe. Yeah, it would be, it would be like, I mean, maybe ace nine suited is low enough equity to just start. Could be. Getting chunked into like the low equity bucket um yeah but if i have ace nine suited i'm gonna have hands like ace eight suited ace seven suited ace six yeah. suited yeah um those are obviously just zero or very close to zero equity so yeah if i wanted to pick like the lowest equity hands those would be it ace nine is probably the the category that's right above the yeah yeah Ma major thing is like i think a lot of times in four bat pots you're like oh it feels really good to bet aces it feels really good to bet kings and like feels really good to bet my top of range hands which generally means it feels pretty good to just bet range. Um, and then in spots where you can't or you feel on the fence about betting those hands, you're probably just not betting range and going to be you know, checking back a decent amount. With all that said, here we are in position, queen-jack-9, all diamonds. You have ace-9. Where'd you land on? Uh, so I just decided to check. I am like... I'm checking here, but I'm already kind of getting nervous about like, hmm, do I like, should I start thinking about bluffing like turn river? If he checks through, uh, if he checks the turn again, um, I, for some reason, I didn't think about bluffing this hand on the flop, even though it is one of probably one of my lower equity hands. Now that we talk about it, it seems more and more like an option. Um, but yeah, I decided to check here and just evaluate what happens on the turn. All right. So you got to, tray of spades on the turn <sighs> so we can evaluate this villain checks again so now we've got third pair four bet pot sprs two check back flop here we here we are on the turn we've probably eliminated a bunch of hands from villain's range at this point i don't think villain has flushes anymore i'd be very surprised if villain has flushes or straights probably doesn't have sets would expect all those hands to to lead turn could have nut flush i mean it wouldn't be yeah, like i'm not crazy. i'm not saying that they never have a flush or a set or yeah. something it's just like you know if i'm starting to try to just simplify their range in my sure, head sure. i would just be like okay it's probably mostly just like one pair hands now that have a little bit of showdown um yeah. i would eliminate sets in two pair after they double check i think you would yeah yeah okay um so yeah i mean that's Sort of the range that I signed him here. I'm a little scared of bluffing into into that range. Like I, again, I'm still not exactly sure like what I'm hoping to fold out. At least with like a one one street bluff, right? I I I don't think any. I don't think a jack, certainly not a queen, is is gonna fold to like a small bet on the turn. Maybe maybe a big bet on the turn. Like a jack starts 
starts thinking about folding, but like I, I'm just lost as to like what to do with my hand here. Is it too good to bluff? Like if it's not too good to bluff, then like what am I hoping to beat when I check down? Like mm -hmm. it's uh I mean it's tricky because like they're they're gonna have a lot of hands that probably want to play for one bet at least. Mm -hmm. And so betting the turn, you're probably just gonna be forced to bet the river too. Um yes. on a yeah. wide variety of runouts. So like basically this is sort of the the decision point as to are we going to go to check it down are we going to check the turn and bluff catch rivers or are we going to turn our nine into a bluff um and i think practically speaking i i personally would just check behind the ace nine i do think you have some showdown value um at least versus like, what i don't know eights sevens nine ten suited um pocket pairs like Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> okay, keep okay. keep going down one pit. All right. Um all right. ace ten suited, maybe like something like that. Ace five suited, maybe the three bets and calls, but not much, right? Like it's not you right. don't have a ton of showdown value, but like you have more than ace eight or ace five of spade. Sure. This is like, not the stone bottom of my range. It's not the stone bottom of your range. So like I personally would just check behind and kind of see what happens on the river. That's what I do. No. <laughs> so the river is an interesting one. It's a four liner. Um, the eight of clubs. So the final board is queen, jack, nine, eight, three with the queen, jack, nine of diamonds. You have now same hand as you had before, except now you lose. So like jack, 10 suited uh, and nine, 10 suited and tens. And villain bets one thousand dollars even. One yellow chip. One yellow chip. Any other data points on the flop or the turn as far as like time to check? Anything? Just nothing. Nothing stood out. Nothing to use. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. That being said, like I'm not some like live tells guru or anything like that. So I I didn't see anything. <laughs> You don't remember the speed at which they checked or anything like that on the everything was like in a very like normal amount of time, like a five to ten seconds, even the river bit um you know was within ten seconds um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so over bet river well, one bet yeah 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 four liner three flush the final board is queen jack nine three diamonds, three of spades, eight of clubs so Three flush, four liner, two over cards to my nine. Yeah. What do we have here? I guess is kind of another interesting question. Like, like what do we have that villain like thinks that we can call with? I mean, are they even thinking about what we can call with? Like you would think that like aces and kings probably gonna bet the turn after yep. after the flop checks through. You could imagine that like ace queen is gonna bet the turn after the flop checks through um are we gonna four bet tens pre probably no not way. in no position way. um we're never checking a set we're never checking yep. two pair twice i don't so, think i have ace 10 suited i think i just flat ace 10 like my my four bet my ip four bet plus pre-flop with suited ace x are gonna be like a six through ace nine so i don't you know just i don't know what he thinks but i don't have like the suited broadway aces that you know, make it straight on this run out or have top pair or second pair. And I don't have like the suited wheel aces either. Yeah. 
what the what what on earth do you beat is like another my follow-up question like I, I don't I don't understand their bet. I don't know what exactly they're targeting for value, but I also have no freaking idea what you beat. Like no earthly idea what you beat. Um I don't know what he has, right? <laughs> like that's like the I like, don't know either. Like, I mean, I I'm not sure what they have. like I, I think it's easier to find like a bet with like, you know, tens, for instance, or nine ten or jack ten, um, the rivered straights, and like not really think about what they beat and just bet to bet like shrug this is a Florida pot i have a straight yeah just gonna bet bet, bet the yeah. river like i think it's easy to find those so i would imagine that like that's gonna make up probably the bulk of their value range um on the bluff side i have no earthly idea like what what they can have um i guess what's your what are your thoughts here on the river <laughs> I'll be honest. I I saw the river and I just like I I kind of like gave up it, just mentally. I was like, wow, that's it, that's it. That's just like the the nail in the coffin. The eight of clubs on the river. Like I was hoping I could maybe beat a hand like Ace Ten suited or you know something like that. Maybe I can get like tens to fold on the river with like a really big bet if he if he checks the river and like there's there's like now a range that I can target. Um, so I just like I was completely deflated when when I saw the eight of clubs on the river. And then he bet really big. And I was like, wow. So he's saying he has a straight? Right? Like, you couldn't bet this big on the river with like a set or two pair, would you? Like, that would just be like so sick if if he was able to do something like that. And so then I just started getting suspicious. I was just like, oh, how many straights <laughs> are there? Like, yeah. Uh, there's pocket tens. There's ace ten suited. I at the time was not giving him credit for the 10x's that are like jack 10 suited and 10 9 suited although it, well, now that we talk about it i don't think it's like out of the question that he has jack 10 and 10 9 um just in a kind of like a solvery world those hands would be very very wide peels probably not in range facing a facing an ip4 bet which is probably why i just mentally discounted them um so i thought that <laughs> there weren't very many 10s in his range at the same time, I could not think of a bluff. Like I was so scared. That, like, oh my god, what if I just call here and like lose to a jack or something? That's just like you just lose to eight. The river. Yeah, or like maybe lose eights. Like, I guess like I could see like sevens or something like that on the I river. I can't. I don't think pairs are going to turn themselves into bluffs because they like they beat ace king, which hmm. yeah, should that's, like, that's what my hand looks the like. Bulk a lot. of your range is like ace yeah. king. Yeah, like I I, I would be very surprised if somebody turned over like ace jack or king jack or mm. something something like that just because like they actually they actually have they have more showdown value than you do for sure right like, right 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 um yeah I, I i honestly don't know i would probably just fold the river because it's a four liner and it's an overbet and i can't figure out what on earth they possibly have to bluff with um but i can see your suspicion um it, it makes a lot of sense to me yeah it's really scary it's really hard though when you can't think of a bluff right you're like okay look he's repping so narrow for value but what do i beat like, when, I, when i call you yeah i mean they they like they probably do have six combos of tins right so like we, we need sure, sure. something to come from somewhere right yeah. i think honestly their best bluff is probably ace king 
Like, I mean, that that's probably the hand that you beat that you're going to see more often than not would be them having ace-king where they didn't five-bet jam pre. Like, yeah, I, 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 I didn't even account game. for that because I just assumed everyone just five-bet jam <laughs> ace-king pre in that spot. So I was like, oh, I, well, ace-king is not even a... a it was sort of like jack-10 jack and 9-10 for me where it wasn't even in my thought process of, of like, oh, this could be one of the hands that, that he has. And... Those two hundred big blinds deep. I mean, it's yeah, not it's two hundred like, big blinds deep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And also, it's just like live poker, right? That's like I, I'm like calibrated to hundred big blind six max live cash, where like people just don't have those hands. But I think it could definitely be like a like a shortcoming or like a miscalibration on my part for to not assume that they could have jack ten or or ten nine suited here. And and I think they, I think they, I think in live poker they totally could have those hands. And yeah, and definitely ace king. Like I think. I think they're going to call your four bet more than they jam your four really? bet. More than they five bet with Ace King. Wow. I think so. At 200 bigs deep, I think so. Really? But okay. with all that said, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I said to myself, I faced this $1,000 bet. I didn't really think about like what, I mean, I thought a little bit about like how there are just no bluffs and I couldn't think of any, but I spent most of my time thinking about how this guy is saying he has a straight and a spot <laughs> where I was like, Ace, 10 and 10 is like, really? Like, man. And so, so that like, means I you're put- going to call. So yeah, I put together the thousand in my hand and I like I said out loud, I was like, this could be the dumbest call ever. <laughs> nice. So was it? So we put it in. Woohoo! Oh, I figured <laughs> I figured out where the bluffs come from, right? <laughs> yeah, right at the did. end. You I was did, like, yeah. hmm. Nice. Very nice hand. Cool. Maybe and, he is a rig. I don't know. I just thought that most people would just rip their ace kings preflop in the spot. I know it's two hundred big blinds, but like all the sizes are like really big and yeah. So before we can stick around on this hand, we're twenty one minutes in. Like and we're, we haven't even started hand number two. We was kind of. I, I didn't expect happened, this hand John? to take so long because the flop and turn just got checked through, and I was like, man, I, I got. I better put in another hand to make sure like we actually fill time because. I, the flop and turn could just take like three seconds. So. <laughs> well, let's look at the second hand here and then we'll cut to the break and maybe sure. have have a four minute back half. I guess we'll see. Hand number two, John opens to 30 from the cutoff. Everybody folds. He's got ace four of clubs. He gets a proper three bet size, a little bit bigger than normal actually, to 130 from the small blind. Uh, and... Big blind folds, and John calls there. They started this hand 200 big blinds deep. He has ace four of clubs in position versus, I assume, a reg. Mm-hmm. John flops bottom pair. King four or five um, with one club. John has ace four of clubs. Guessing villain's going to start out by betting half or a third. Or That's checking. what I thought, too. I thought I was gonna call a bet here, but hey, don't you I'm already like I'm already confused in this hand. And this guy's like more certainly a reg than the the guy in the first hand. Um okay. European pro here from Italy or something like that for the series. Yeah. Well, I'd definitely be checking back. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our decision so. is easy, but I'm I'm still I'm already like confused and I'm like, what? You didn't see that King Five Four Rainbow? Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> well, turns a seven. They check again, which is I don't know how if it's grim news or good news. Yeah, I'm like either news. my hand is really good or it's dead. Yeah. Well not dead, but not dead, yeah. You, not not you grim. need a you, you need you need improvement. Yeah. Um but again, 
Don't think there's anything to do other than check behind. Mm -hmm. Rivers is six, so king four, five, six, seven. Tell me that villain doesn't bet the river here. They bet the river. Not only does he bet. They bet pot on the four-liner. Wow. That's insane. Now that is quite surprising. So final board is king, four, five, six, seven. Um, No flush. No flush. It's $270 in the middle. It's cut off versus small blind, three bet pot, check down all the way to the river, and the small blind pots the river for $270. i am sitting there with, with bottom pair, but I have the best kicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the second worst kicker is a straight, so <clears throat> you probably prefer to have that one. <laughs> um, if So I'm guessing that there's no live data points here to use either? Correct. Uh, so we just we get we have what what we see on the surface, nothing yeah. else. Um. Wow, I don't even know what to say. Like the, I guess they're repping eights or sixes. Yeah, ace eight, ace eight suited maybe eights and maybe, then, but man, yeah. you'd, you'd think that like ace eight is going to bet the flop, the flop yeah. or the turn. Like at some yeah. point they're gonna they're they're gonna bet like um queens jacks tens i was so scared of that i was so scared of the mergy pot river where it's just like hey i'm gonna make it look like i have an eight so you call with the four but surprise i have queens and just owned your face like yeah i was so scared of that happening (laughs) the problem is i don't i can't i can't imagine a hand that wants to do this that didn't bluff an earlier streak like that isn't eights yeah, like, like maybe eights, right? It's like it's that's the only hand that you could eights make sense, I think. Seven eight suited might make some sense too. Like I, I can't think of a bluff though. Like I like ace queen. Does ace queen do this? I doubt right, it. Right, like if he doesn't have ace eight, he doesn't have ace queen, right? Well, I mean I, like I, I think ace queen could go to check down, like just Oh, I see, I see. But I don't think they ace queen decides on the river to turn itself into a bluff. I don't think like queens, jacks, and tens go for this. Yeah. Um, I don't think a king goes for this if they did have like king ten suited, king jack suited, king queen suited, um, and just double checked. So, like, yeah, it's hard for me to figure out bluffs. Again, I think I just fold, but I can't think of like <laughs> any hand that like that doesn't start bluffing earlier. Yeah. Yeah that's that's kind of where i'm coming up short is like uh-huh. queen jack suited queen 10 suited jack 10 suited like a bunch of those hands just going to either bet the flop or bet the turn at like a pretty decent clip so we're kind of struggling to find bluffs and you lose the ace five suited <laughs> <laughs> uh so that would be the that would actually be the worst thing that could happen uh, yeah um I don't know. Again, I think I fold. I can't figure out what they're bluffing with. I'm more comfortable folding on this river than the hand number one. I damn, think. damn. You're good. You're good. I, I'm consistent <laughs> with myself. Consistently a non-believer. Yeah, villain has an eight after you call. I just can't figure out a hand that bluffs the river but doesn't bluff another street that's that's the big thing like yeah i wish i had thought of that 
I was still just stuck on. You have an eight? <laughs> I mean, and I think that like they use the perfect size. Like it's it's very easy to be incredulous here, right? right. Like right. come, like really, like you you have you're saying you have an eight? Yeah. Like they have to feel so good on the river. Like, oh, I'm, oh, this guy God. felt so. I'm sure he felt amazing on the river. Like as soon as I like don't snap fold. He's, he's probably just like ah, he's gonna he's gonna do it. He's talking himself into it. I can see it right now across the table. He's he's looking at the board and being like, "Really, you got an eight, man?" And he's just gonna put it in with yeah, a pair yeah, of fours. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I I agree. He he probably was feeling ecstatic on the Six of Clubs River. Very good, very good for him. Um, bad for you, but yeah, feel good about folding that one. Um, cool. Now we're going to go to the break and come back with this bomb pot. And uh, yeah, we, we missed last week so that we could have an XL episode this week, I guess. Stick around <laughs> after the break. We'll be some bomb pot shenanigans coming about. In a world where a fish dog bets the flop and you don't know what to do, one man Coach Brad Wilson has a surefire plan to neutralize flop leads and rip that dunk to shreds. Nuffle. Available now. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com slash Nuffle. Rated R. Alright. Welcome back from the break. We are back with some bomb pot action. Without any further ado, I guess we'll, we'll just get into it. There's not um, yeah, anything not... to discuss preflop, right? Pretty easy nope. street. Everybody puts in 30. Bombs away. And we go to a flop. So we see a flop. Eight ways. 240 in the middle. Looks like John is started with about 1,500. So 150 bigs effective. Um, he's got a queen and a six of different suits. So... A little bit below average hand. We're one pip below Mr. Computer Hand, for those of you um, who played poker back in 2006 and seven. It looks like it uh, goes check, 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 and then... Um, Pro, strong reg, uh, uh, under the gun plus one, that's 30 into 240. Um, these small sizes are extremely common in, in the bomb pots these days. Mm-hmm. He could even have a conversation on the flop if you wanted. Like, could I just fold here? Probably. But I don't want to. Where's the yeah. fun in that? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, also, yeah. like, just just a, as an aside, like I've been playing much, much more aggressively in bomb pots recently, and just having the button feels like such a big deal to me now that I probably would look for ways to continue even without a pair on the button. And having a queen is kind of nice, right? Like, there's a very obvious draw. That Future blockers. you can go absolutely ape shit on, like an ace or a nine. Oh, that is some incredible foreshadowing. Um, so getting nine to one, just need ten percent equity. I'm I'm down for okay. coming along and seeing what's what's gonna happen. We get the ace. So one of those eight cards that we can do some shit on pops off. Villain checks. You have a gut shot and fourth pair. I saw the ace, I saw the check, and there's nothing else that went through my mind other than, here we go. <laughs> like, this is... Here we go. And we saw it. the pot. 
Um, so I'm guessing that you're going to have to bet probably like 400, like an over bet on the turn. I, I mean, a really big bet on the turn. Pot, yeah, over yeah. bet. I choose the pot. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could go over bet too. I mean, you're sort of just saying, you're sort of saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, River is a four. Fill in checks. I mean, it's, yeah. L- luckily, we, we gave a 25 minutes before the break because this is going to be a very short hand number three. Um, uh, I'm surprised that there was no part of you that was just like, hey, man, this is an eight handed, everyone got two cards situation. You know, maybe you shouldn't lose your mind with bottom pair every single time this happens, you know, and like kind of a blocker like every time this happens because. They're gonna have some good hands. Like I, I actually expected a little bit of conversation like that. I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm honestly a little surprised that we've just that you've been okay with everything that I've done so far. Yeah, I mean, part of calling the flop involves bluffing on an ace or a nine, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you got an ace, and so now you're bluffing. It's like, I, I think it's just like a good strategy. And okay, hard. It's gonna be like pretty difficult for villain to find bluffs, other than you know, I guess like. Maybe no, eight, no. Eight nine is the like, dude. Okay, so he's villain checks seven, the river. Yeah. I I bottom pair put the rest in slight overbet on the river. Right? Wouldn't you have loved a seven on the river? I, like that, that oh, would have man. just been the, the yeah. center. Villain checks. I put in the eleven seventy into the eight forty small overbet. Um, he tanks. Thank God. Then snap. At least I, I feel okay now. And he looks yeah. at the board, and then I look at the board, right? And I look at the board, and all I can see are all the bricked gut shots. <laughs> on the flop that would have gone i'm like god damn and that is seven eight seven nine eight nine jack nine <laughs> queen nine mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. lots of them lots of them. Oh! well also have to have the stones to put it all in with all the brick gut shots too which i don't think is going to happen well it might happen with you every time but it, i don't think it's going to happen with every villain you stumble across every time he didn't even think that long. Like, uh, it was a tank, but, you know, for this spot, like, you know, is the spot where I think people, it would have been acceptable to tank for like three, four minutes or something yeah. like that. But I'm pretty sure he called an under <laughs> minute and a half or under two minutes. Yeah. Could have given him the old, uh, want to see a card? <laughs> want to see a card trick? I got, uh, a, I got a queen or a please six. Please believe me. Believe me. <laughs> please believe me, sir. I should have just given him both my cards and been like, you can flip one over, right? And just like, fuck. Yeah. I have bottom set. Probably not because I didn't raise the flop. I don't know how, how good the six is. but <laughs> <laughs> You got a desperate times call for desperate measures. Um, but yeah, there are a shit ton of busted gut shots. Like it. It would have been nice to have a seven, eight, or nine on the river. Sure, sure. I'm guessing that what does he have like to pair? Or I guess it doesn't really matter, right? Like all hands are the same. Any pair is the same. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm probably not doing this with two pair. So like any king is probably like king deuce is probably like how would have been. Yeah, I, I I agree with what you're saying. The logic behind what you're saying, I think, is totally sound. I would have been in shambles if I got <laughs> called by King Deuce on this river. Yeah. Well, you got called, so. Yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter what I get called by, but for yeah. some reason, King Deuce would have just, it would have hurt. A 10-6, so bottom two pair on the flop. It's kind of like King Deuce, but. 
I mean, it's definitely like King Deuce. Yeah, it makes yeah. me feel better that it's not actually King Deuce, though. You know? <laughs> Tin Deuce. Just... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all the same. Like, they're all... I know, I know, but you can't tell me that it doesn't feel different when you get called by Ten Deuce than when you get called by Ten Six. It feels different because you know you're fucked. Ten Six, you don't actually know if you're screwed. King Deuce, you know, like, oh, they got yeah, that, me. Like that, this, all that money that just went into the oblivion. Like I had no chance of zero chance. I'm losing every single time, and yeah, I just got kind of obliterated. Yeah. Um, with ten six, maybe you could imagine a world where they can fold a king. Um, but yeah, I think solid plan. Just didn't go through. What can you do? <laughs> I don't even know what to think. It's like, well, a solid plan just didn't go through. Is, is is this always just what happens when one person bets eight ways, like on the flop, like, and you know, the board, like relatively, I guess it's not relatively safe, but you know, when they bet eight ways on the flop, like, does this ever get through kind of yeah. concern is, is what I was having. The nine would have been better, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Nine, the nine know. is kind of like bingo because yeah. it connects bottom and top here, just connected the top and, you got all the bottoms, so we'll, we'll <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, reload. Try again next time. <laughs> that's why they call it a bomb pot. Stick it all uh, in. Yep. Like that's all I got for you today and for today's show. Uh, just a little reminder that live cash preflop bootcamp is now on the market at chasingpokergreatness.com where I will advocate heavily for you to play queen six off in bomb pots. What so, about jamming ace king suited after three betting from the big blind? Is that a, is that a, the 200 bigs? Yeah, I guess I'm assuming live people off boot camp is for a hundred. Yeah. 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 So sure. Just jam. Who knows? The next iteration, they stick it all in. Um, and we'll see what happens, but yeah, uh, again, have a good day. See you next week. See you next week. Hopefully. Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter. Join the Greatness Village community. Book a coaching session or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.